Before I get started, I want to speak to everybody in this room. And I want to speak to those who are watching us online. And I want to say this. Help is on the way. Don't you give up. How do you know, Pastor? Because hope is alive in Jesus Christ. And I want to remind you that Jesus is the answer. And I want to declare to everyone in this room and to those of you watching today, and I want you to hear it well. If you have Jesus living inside of you, you have the answer inside of you. You have the answer inside of you. And I declare to you this day, do not give up on God. God has not, will not, ever give up on you. He's got you. I say he's got you. Have your Bibles. I want you to turn with me. I'm going to read three different scripture references this morning. 2 Corinthians 1, 21, 22. 1 John 2 and 20. 1 John 2, 27. I'll be sharing different translations, but in 2 Corinthians 1, 21, 22, Amplified Version says this. Now it is God who establishes and confirms us in joint fellowship with you in Christ and who has anointed us, empowering us with the gifts of the Spirit. It is He who has also put His seal on us. That is... He has appropriated us and certified us as His and has given us the Holy Spirit in our hearts as a pledge like a security deposit to guarantee the fulfillment of His promise of eternal life. 1 John 2.20 Amplified Version But you have an anointing from the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted, and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth because He teaches us, illuminates our minds, and guards us from error. 1 John 2.27, Amplified Version. As for you, the anointing, the special gift, the preparation which you receive from Him remains permanently in you. Let me back up and read that one more time. As for you, the anointing, the special gift, the preparation which you received from Him remains permanently in you. You know what that tells me? That once God puts His anointing in your life, unless you turn away from God and throw away your experience with God and you leave God, unless you do that, the anointing never leaves your life. I said, unless you totally walk away from God, the anointing never leaves your life. But I will tell you there's a refreshing and a freshness of the anointing of God that we need every day in our life as we face new...
things and we face new problems and difficulties and battles and trials. We need new anointings every day. But the anointing remains alive in us as the people of God. Father, I ask you to anoint this word today. Father, let it speak to us where we are. And God, I ask you to prepare our mind and our spirit to be open to hear and to receive, but not just receive it, but to do something with what you give us. Because God, you have something very powerful you want to give to each and every one here today. And Lord, may it be channeled through your Holy Spirit into our life and into our being so it will change and transform us to bring us to the place where you desire us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you this morning. I want to share with you today on this thought. You have a king's anointing. Oh, I want you to think about that one, and I want you to let it sink deep into your spirit. You have a king's anointing. Now, I will just tell you up front this morning, I want to talk to the anointed today. I'm going to preach to everybody in this room. If you're here and you don't know Jesus, I want to introduce you to Jesus. If you're here in this room and you have needs in your life, I want to introduce you to the need meter. If you're in this house and you have a sickness or affliction in your body, I want to introduce you to the healer. I want there to be a change and a transformation in your life. But today I want to talk to the anointed of God. And I want to begin like this and say, we do not have to do everything on our own. Amen. We do not have to do everything in our strength. What do you mean, Pastor? God has placed in us His anointing. God has placed an anointing upon your life. You can accomplish dreams even though in the natural you don't seem to have the talent. You don't seem to have the ability. In the natural it seems like you don't have what it takes to get it done. But guess what? You can accomplish any dream you have in the Lord. Isaiah said because of the anointing the yoke will be broken. You know what that means? Because of the anointing, every hindrance will be removed out of your way. Because of the anointing, everything that the enemy brings against your life will be removed. Because of the anointing, I'm not telling you you won't face them. I'm not telling you you won't deal with them. But the anointing will break the yoke of anything the enemy tries to bring against you. Amen? Doesn't mean you're not going to have to fight. Doesn't mean you're not going to have to stand strong. Doesn't mean you're not going to have to hold your place in the Lord. Yes, you will. But the anointing of God will break the yoke of anything the enemy brings against your life. What that tells me is you don't have to be burdened down. You don't have to walk around heavy laden. You don't have to be depressed by the enemy. But you can have the victorious 
power of God operating in your life. Now Isaiah 10, 27 says this, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. That's not my word, but that is the word of Almighty God. God and he wants us to understand something this morning you may feel like you're stuck in the natural you may feel like you're stuck in a certain place in your life but I came by to tell you that the anointing will break the yoke it is stronger than any addiction it is stronger than any burden it is stronger than any oppression upon your life you may not be able in your own strength or in your own mind to break free but God put this amazing power inside of you and all you have to do is operate in what God put in your life amen you ought to give him a hand in this room for that one all you have to do is put in operation what God has put in your life when you realize and you understand that you are the anointed of God, it changes everything. It doesn't mean you won't have a bad day once in a while, but when you're the anointed, you can smile on a bad day. It doesn't mean you won't have to fight battles, but when you're the anointed, you can lift up the sword of the Lord and stand in the victorious power of Almighty God. It doesn't mean you won't get sick in your body sometime. But when you are the anointed of God, you can declare that I am healed by the stripes that were placed upon the back of Jesus Christ and declare the word of the Lord. The anointing does not do any good if you, if you go around thinking you can't do anything. There's a lot of people that are anointed of God, but they feel like they can't do nothing. Well, it's not going to do you any good. God put an anointing in your life, but if you don't use it, it'll be dormant. If you don't use it, it'll die. So we have to stop going around acting like we don't have the abilities. If God calls you, he'll put in you what it takes to get it done. Amen. Let me remind you, you are made in the image of Almighty God. I want you to look over at your neighbor and say, I'm a son or a daughter of God, whichever you are. Look at him again and say, I'm made in the image of God. So if you don't like the way I look, get over it. I'm made in the image of God Almighty. And I want to declare to you, you have what you need to overcome every challenge. But you have to understand, the anointing is activated where there is faith. The anointing may be on you, but if you don't have the faith to believe that it can operate in you, it'll remain dormant in your life. But if you have faith to believe that God will do what he said he would do in you, I want you to hear me this morning. The anointing will take you where you never thought you could go and allow you to do what you never thought you could do and allow you to become something you never thought you would be. The anointing makes the difference. You got to turn it around because when the enemy bombards your mind with doubt, you got to turn it around and declare, I am anointed and I am well able. I want you to say that with me. I am anointed. I am well able. Say it again. I am anointed. I am well able. 
Listen, the attitude of faith puts fuel in your spirit. When you start walking in faith, it puts fuel in your spirit. It'll ignite a fire inside of you that may have been that may have gone out, but when faith arises, it rekindles the embers and it allows the flame to start rising and it builds a freshness inside of you. Can I tell you that when you come to that place that your faith fuels uh, the, uh, the attitude of faith begins to fuel your spirit? That's when the situations in your life begin to change for the good. That's when circumstances begin to change in your life. Listen to me. God equipped and empowered you for every situation of your life. I want somebody to listen to me this morning. God equipped you and prepared you for every situation in your life. Quit talking about how hard it is. I'm going to get real a minute. I get sick and tired sometimes of hearing people say, oh, it's so hard to serve God. I just can't, man. I just can't do this. Sometimes it wants me, I just want to say, shut up. I know that's not popular, and I know we don't like to hear that, but listen, God doesn't want to hear our moaning and groaning. What we have to do is understand we got to quit talking about how hard it is and start talking about who we are in Christ Jesus and declare to ourselves, I am the anointed. I am the empowered. I am more than able to do what God has called and set forth for me to do. Maybe you have an unexpected illness in your life. You ever had that happen to you? Out of nowhere, something happens. Out of nowhere, something comes. And maybe you have an unexpected illness. Take on a new perspective. Somebody listen to me. Take on a new perspective. What do you mean? That sickness did not surprise God. That sickness in your life did not surprise the Lord. God already anointed you, and you have the strength you need. So if that un- when that unanointed or that unexpected sickness comes, God's already put an anointing in your life and he's given you the strength that you need to stand in any situation. Say this with me this morning. The anointing on my life is breaking every yoke. Say it again. The anointing in my life is breaking every yoke. Let me tell you what it does. It's greater than cancer. It's greater than depression. It's greater than heart problems. It's greater than COVID-19. Oh, you might as well give him a hand. I say it's greater than COVID-19. It's better than Johnson & Johnson. It's better than Moderma. Or whatever the names are, I don't know. But what I want you to understand... Anointing of God will break the yoke off of your life. Say this with me. I am anointed. Come on, say it. I am anointed. I am equipped. I am well able. I want to take you back to something in the Word of God. Listen to me. When David was a teen, Samuel came to his house and he anointed him to be king. When he was just a teenage boy, Samuel came to the house of David. He anointed him. Now, this is important. But after he was anointed on that day, David was sent back to the shepherd's field. Think about that one. He just got anointed as king, and they sent him back to the shepherd's field. What's up with that? What's that all about? What do you mean? He's just been anointed as king, and they sent him back to the shepherd's field. Let me tell you why they sent him back. It was not his time yet. 
He was anointed, but it was not his time yet. I want to say this to somebody in this room. You have been anointed by God, and it may not exactly be your time yet, but if you keep your faith in the Lord, and you keep trusting God, and you keep serving the Lord, God is going to bring you into your perfect moment or that perfect place that he has prepared for you where you're going to rise up, and God is going to do amazing things in your life. Hear this, preacher. We all have a king's anointing. If you are the anointed of God, we all have a king's anointing. Not to sit on a throne, but to rule and reign and to leave a mark where we are. Let me say that again. We all have a king's anointing to rule and reign and to leave a mark where we are. Well, let me just stop and ask. Leaving. What kind of mark are you leaving? Let that one sink in for just a moment. On the way to your destiny, there will be times of testing in your life. We will all go through them. We will all face them. We will all deal with them. Times when it does not look like it's going to change, but you've got to remind yourself that God spoke it over me, not me. God spoke it over my life. God spoke it into my life. All the odds may be against me, but the anointing is on my life. Do not get discouraged because it's not happening on your timetable. How many people have given up on God because they knew God spoke something in their life, but just because it didn't happen when they thought it should, they gave up on the Lord. Do not get discouraged. Look over at your neighbor and say, Do not get discouraged. Do not think you do not have the skill. What do you mean, Pastor? The anointing will make up for what you do not have. Do not think you're not able. The anointing will make up for what you're not able to do. Do not think you're not talented enough. The anointing will make up for whatever talent you lack. The anointing will make the difference in your life. You can go, listen, you can go further than some people who are very talented. Now, I'm not knocking talent. Thank God for it. Thank God that you're talented. Thank God you're gifted. Thank God what he's doing in your life. And I'm not knocking those things at all. But what I want you to understand, some people think, well, they're more talented than me. They're more gifted than me. They're more prepared for me than me. But if God called you and God separated you, you may not be as talented, you may not be as gifted, but you may go places that the most talented can't go to. The anointing will help accomplish things you cannot do on your own. I want everybody in this house to look right at me. I'm going to look at you and I'm going to look at those of you online as I say this this morning. Listen to me. You are not just anything. You are not just here. And you are not just anybody. You are a child of the most high God. And I want to declare to you this morning, you're not just anybody, but you are a child of God. Can I tell you, that makes you unique, that makes you special, that makes you different. God has put something in you that supersedes everything else. I want to take that step one step further. If you are the anointed of God, God has put something in your life that supersedes everything else. What are you saying? Education is wonderful. We need it. Improve and develop your skills. We need to. But you are not limited to what you can do. 
to reach your highest potential, you must have the anointing of God. You may have all of these other things and everything else is in alignment in your life, but if God's not in right place, something the most important thing in your life is missing. The anointing takes you places you cannot go on your own. Somebody listen to me this morning. The anointing will introduce you to people that you never thought you could meet that need, that need to be in your life. The anointing will make the possible things, things possible that you never thought was possible in your life. The anointing changes everything about you and it changes everything about what you're involved in. So let me say it again. Quit making excuses as to what you cannot do. Quit telling yourself what you cannot do. You need to remind yourself I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I can do all things through Christ who has anointed me I can do all things through Christ think about it for a moment now let me bring it down to a personal level if you will I can tell you this morning I'm not I may not be the most educated I may not be the most talented and I may not have the most experience but I do have the anointing did you hear what I said? I may not be the most talented. I may not be the most gifted. I may not have the most experience of everybody, but I do have the anointing of God upon my life, and God sent me by to tell you, so can you. The anointing of God. If you're the anointing, it's in you, but you got to let it come out through you. You gotta let it operate in you. Every thought may tell you that you cannot do what God called you to do, but you gotta remind yourself again I am the anointed. I am well able. I am called for such a time as this. Now, I'm gonna get real with you for a minute. And you folks might have to buckle your seatbelt and hang on, but I'm gonna just tell you I've been praying lately. I've been praying a long time, but I've been praying about something lately. I was sitting out the back of my house last night looking up at the beautiful moon, the beautiful sky, and just talking to the Lord. And I've asked the Lord, I said, God, I want you to anoint me to preach like you've never anointed me before. God, let me preach like I've never preached in my life. Let me declare the gospel of Jesus Christ like I've never declared it before. So that's why I'm telling you, you better put your seatbelt on and you better hang on because I feel the anointing of God rising up. And I want to tell you something. It's going to get stronger and stronger. But not only is it going to happen in me, Greg, it's going to happen in you. It's going to happen in you, Ted. It's going to happen in you, Robert. It's going to happen in whoever will allow him to. What do you want to see God do in your life? But you got to tell yourself, I am anointed. I am well able. I'm called for such a time as this. Can I remind you that you are the one for the job? I'm going to calm down and just say, you are the one for the job. If God wanted somebody else, he'd have called them. You have what it takes. You are talented enough. And yes, you and God are a majority. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, I'm a, I'm a majority, but not by myself, me and God. Now, some folks think they're the majority. They need a, they need a attitude adjustment. Amen? In the spirit. Let me clarify that. In the spirit. 
But you and God are the majority. But you got to take steps to go where God's calling you. Amen? And let me just tell you, if you will do what you can do, God will do what you cannot do. If you will do what you can do, God will do what you cannot do. And I want to declare this with all of my heart. Do not settle for mediocrity when you were created for greatness. I'll get on your feet, give the Lord a hand in here. You're getting too comfortable in this house. Do not settle for mediocrity when you are called to the greatness of God for your life. God has called you. God has separated you. God has set you apart. You have a king's anointing. God wants you to hear that this morning. You have a king's anointing. You may be in the shepherd's field right now, but you've got to tell yourself, I'm stepping into my anointing. You may be in the shepherd's field, Charles. You may feel like you're in the shepherd's field right now, but God sent me by to tell everybody in this house, I'm stepping into my anointing. So let me just tell you this. When you get ready to step out and obey God, all you have to do is take the first step, and God will do the rest. Let me remind you, David never forgot he had a king's anointing. David never forgot the anointing that Samuel put upon him. He must have said to himself, my time is coming. I will make a difference in my life. But you know what he did? He just kept serving in the shepherd. As a shepherd, he kept serving the sheep. He kept doing what he needed to do till his time came. He kept serving till his time came. He was faithful till his time came. He was dedicated till his time came. And I want to say this to somebody in this house. I need to tell you that God sees what you are doing right now. You ever been in that place that you feel like that nobody knows what's going on, nobody knows what's happening, nobody sees what you're doing, nobody sees what you're a part of, nobody sees what actually is going on in your life? How many times have we all been there? And what happens if we're not careful when we get to that place, we get to feeling sorry for ourselves because we feel like we're all alone and we feel like we're by ourselves and we feel like nobody understands where we are. But let me remind you, God sees what you are doing. Every day you live in faith, you're one day closer to your destiny. I said every day you live in faith, you're one day closer to the destiny that God has designed for your life. Listen to me. God knows when the blessing is too large for you to carry right now. Sometimes God may be calling you to something, but it may be too big for you in the moment. Well, somebody listen to me. It may be too big for you in the moment. God may be trying to mature you a little bit. God may be trying to build you up a little bit. God may be trying to, to bring you to that place of strength and that place of boldness and that place of power that you're going to need to be in to carry out what you're doing. But let me just stop and tell you, in due season you will reap if you do not give up. In due season, you will experience what God has for you. If you do not give up, you have not seen anything yet. This is your time. This is your moment. This is what God has prepared you for. I want to tell somebody in this room, listen to me. You are about to do what God has created you to do. 
Think about this for a minute. Think about your job. Think about your position in that job and where you are and what God's blessed you with. God has been good to you. God has made a way for you. God has made provision for you, but I want to speak to you. That is not what God created you for. I didn't get too many amens on that one. But that is not what God created you for. That's what God's blessed you with. That's what God has given you. That's what God has brought into your life to be an abundant, bountiful blessing in your life. But I wanted to declare to you, God is getting you ready to step into what he has created you for. The disappointments of your past were getting you ready for this time. Now you are prepared for a new level. You'll see the exceeding greatness of God in your life. You'll see the exceeding greatness of God's goodness if you remain faithful. Listen, King Saul said, send me David who is with a sheep. I need him in the palace. The day finally came when King Saul said, send David over here. He's been in the shepherd field long enough. Send him to the palace. I need him here. Listen to me. You may feel like you're hanging out with a sheep right now, but don't be discouraged. You may feel like you're hanging out in an off-the-way place right now, but don't be discouraged. Why? Your time is coming. Do not get comfortable where you are. Why? Because you have a king's anointing on your life. I'm preaching to some people in this room. You may feel like you're on the backside of the desert somewhere, but do not be discouraged. Your moment is coming. Don't you get comfortable where you are because you have a king's anointing. You are destined, listen to me, you are destined to do something great. I want everybody in this house to hear it. You are destined to do something great for God. Amen. What God has spoken over your life, what God has spoken into you, it will come to pass. And there's nothing the devil or anything else can do to stop it. Can I say it again? What God has spoken into your life, it will come to pass and nothing can stop. The only thing that can stop it from happening in your life is you did obeying God you turning away from God but what God spoke in your life will come to pass Jesus came to give us abundant life listen to this in Psalm 23 and 5 you spread out a table before me the voice translation you spread out a table before me provision in the midst of attack from my enemy you care for all my needs anointing my head with oil fragrant oil filling my cup again and again with your grace then the new living translation you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies you honor me by anointing my head with oil my cup overflows with blessings Oh, hallelujah. What wonderful words those are. My cup overflows with blessing. Listen, you will see God pour out blessing you cannot contain. The anointing will put you in the right place at the right moment of time in your life. I want to say it again. The anointing will put you in the right place at the right moment of time. David went to the palace for a temporary assignment, but he did so well they kept him there. 
He went for a temporary time, but he did so well. They kept him in the place. Listen, I want to tell somebody, there may not be room for promotion for you on your job, but God sent me by to tell you, God can create you a position. God can create you a place. You may have been praying about something, and it looks like it's never going to happen, but you don't ever forget who your creator is because not only did he create you, he can create what you need. I'm talking to somebody in this room. You've been faithful in the shepherd's field. Now you're going to come into your due season. I said, you've been faithful in the shepherd's field. You're getting ready to come into your due season. What God spoke over your life will come to pass. Let me prove it. Years later, Saul was killed in battle. You remember David was anointed way back here. He was anointed way back here, but he was sent back to the shepherd's field. And it seemed like the anointing was just placed there, but it wasn't really doing anything. He's off in the distance. Somewhere he's separated. But years later, Saul is killed in battle, and the kingdom is divided into Judah and Hebron. But I want you to notice something. The men of Judah came, and they anointed David again. Even though he had been anointed as the king, the men of Judah came and anointed David again. And David brought the kingdoms together. But listen, later on, Hebron came and anointed David once again. And David could have said to them, hold up, it's not necessary. He could have said, hold up, you don't have to anoint me, I've already been anointed. He could have said, there's no need for this. But David understood the power of a fresh anointing. David understood the power of a fresh anointing upon his life. And I want everybody in this room to listen to what I'm about to tell you. You cannot win today's battles with yesterday's anointing. I said you cannot win today's battle with yesterday's anointing. You got to have a new anointing in your life. You got to have a fresh touch of the anointing of God upon you. And can I tell you, when you ask God, God will bring freshness into your life. When you ask the Lord, he will bring a fresh anointing, a fresh power, fresh strength, fresh bonus into your life. But let me tell you what you got to do. You got to stir up the anointing. I said, you got to stir up the anointing. I'm going to say it again. I said, you got to stir up the anointing. You got to stir up the anointing. I want you to get this. You got to stir up the anointing. I said, you, listen, God doesn't have to stir up the anointing. You got to stir up the anointing. You got to stir up the anointing. You have to stir up the anointing. In 2 Timothy 1 and 6, Amplified Version, he said, Fan into flame the gracious gift of God, the inner fire, the special endowment which is in you. In 2 Timothy 1 and 6, again in the, in the Good News Translation, keep alive the gift that God gave you. New Living Translation, Fan into flame the spiritual gift God gave you. Then in the New King James, Stir up the gift of God which is in you. What is he saying? He says, stir up the gift. I want to speak to somebody in this house and somebody listen to me online. You need to declare, God, I need a fresh anointing in my marriage. I need a fresh anointing in my career. I need a fresh anointing in my life. God, I need a fresh anointing upon me. Listen, when you humble yourself and say, God, I cannot do this on my own, what you are actually doing is you are showing your dependence upon God. 
Joe, when we actually declare to the Lord, God, I need you, then we're declaring, God, I'm dependent upon you, and I need you desperately in my life. And when you come to that place, you will accomplish dreams that you could not accomplish on your own. You'll take on anointings like you never knew you could. And I want to speak to somebody. When you take on new ministry in your life, pray for a fresh anointing. When you step into a new calling of God, pray for a fresh anointing. Pray for a fresh outpouring. Pray for a fresh fervency in your life. Maybe you're, listen, maybe you're facing a challenge here today. Instead of complaining, ask God for anointing. Maybe you're facing a difficulty here today, but instead of getting upset, pray for anointing. Maybe you're facing opposition in your life right now and you don't know which way to turn. Pray for anointing. Maybe there's been adverse things that have been happening all around you lately and you feel like you're overwhelmed. Pray for the anointing. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. Won't you stand to your feet with me? It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the anointing that breaks the binding spirit. It's the anointing that breaks the heaviness. It's the anointing that breaks the hindrances. It's the anointing that breaks the stronghold of the enemy. Do you understand what I'm telling you? The anointing breaks the yoke. And I want to say this to you. You will go where you've never gone before. Are you listening to me? You will go where you've never gone before. Under the anointing, you will do what you've never done before. Under the anointing, you will see the situations of your life begin to turn around. But I want to tell you this, and we're about to pray. You will step into the fullness of your destiny. How do you know, Pastor? Because of the anointing. Are you listening to me in this house? You will step into the full. Remember what I said in the beginning? I'll speak to the anointed. You will step into the fullness of your destiny that God has designed for your life. How do you know? Because of the anointing. Can I just remind you of something real quick? When I was in college, I took a public speaking class. I shared it with someone the other day. D.D. God had called me to preach. He called me to preach the Word. He called me to do what I'm doing now. And I'm going to school. I'm trying my best to prepare myself, T.J. Sometimes God does comical things. Sometimes I think He does it to get our attention. I wound up in a public speaking class. And I'll never forget, I stood up in front of that class one day to give a, a speech and had this little podium. The pole wasn't about that big around. I was a lot bigger than that. 
little top on it. I stepped up to that podium and I went to give my little speech and I literally went to doing this. But probably harder than that. I was shaking so hard I did not think I could stand to my feet. And I remember when I walked out of that class at some point, I remember thinking, God, you've called me to preach. That was me. Somebody hear me. That was me. That was Keith Owensby. But this is the anointing. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? The only reason I can stand here today with this boldness, the only reason I can declare to you the word of the Lord, the only reason I can stand up in front of you today and preach with the authority of God is because of the anointing of God that is placed upon my life. And I want to declare to you once again, you will step in to the fullness of your destiny. Why? Because of the anointing. And I want to say this very boldly to everybody in this house. Do not settle for mediocrity. You were created for greatness. Do not settle for mediocrity. You were created for greatness. I don't like to repeat myself a lot, but I got to say it again. Do not settle for mediocrity. You were created for greatness. I thought back a lot of times of that scared little boy. Oh, I know I was in college, but I was a little boy. I think back of that scared little boy. I was so intimidated by a crowd. God said, I'm going to do something in you. It's time for you to overcome the obstacles and become everything God created you to be. I said it's time for you to overcome the obstacles and become everything God created you to be. Here's the way I give my altar call this morning. If you are ready to walk in your king's anointing, listen to me. If you are ready to walk in your king's anointing, get out of your seat and get out here right now. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I said if you're ready to walk in your king's anointing, get down here right now. If you're ready to walk in your king's anointing, get down here. We have a king's anointing, but if you're ready to walk in it, get down here, hurry. Hurry.